Sonia and Sasha for real. You're listening to Bring Bank Live on Live FM. This is the Sonia and Sasha for Real show and we have such a special treat today. We can't even believe that we've managed to organize this, Sasha. Have like two chicks from the burbs talking to a superstar. Like where, how the hell does this happen? Now let me introduce, I need to get this introduction right. Have you got, have you got all these details? Because I'm telling you, this intro hey. is out of control. Babe, like I don't I've think we've got a resume like that one. Never. never had a like this. I'm tired reading it. I'm tired <laughs> reading it. So, all right, he'll tell you he's an average guy who kicks a round ball around and people seem to be entertained by that. But this man is a real-life champion. He has FFA Cups, played in World Cup qualifiers, has golden boots, championships, represented Australia as a socceroo, and in the Olympics, first player to score more than three goals in an A-League match and holds the international record for the most goals scored in a professional football match, which is our lucky number 13. And he's an ambassador for Melbourne Victory and importantly, one of this year's ambassadors for the Polish Man campaign, which is very close to our hearts. Sash, we were ambassadors a couple of years ago. Yeah, we, we are. But we have our blue fingernails on right now. You'll be able to see that on our on, on our YouTube. We are beside, not offside, ourselves to have with us Archie Thompson. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. I, must, I have to correct you. I'm no longer a Melbourne Victory ambassador. <gasps> okay. That's okay. That's okay. But it's All right. I mean, I, I'm, I still have a, a great affiliation with the club and uh, still support it, um, oh. even on the fence. I have to be on the fence, obviously, working with Fox Sports, but still kind of lean towards them. They do would still actually have to pinch have you as one of their when, sons. <laughs> yeah. Do you actually ever have to pinch yourself when somebody reads back your career? Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, obviously, um, I've, I've enjoyed every little bit of it and uh, it's taken me to some wonderful places I would have never thought that I would um, ever go see and uh, some amazing people had some amazing experiences and um, but it's uh, on to the next part of my journey which I'm loving too. Amazing. And so we... you were part of the Polished Man. Mm. So yes. wait, how did that happen? Well, funny enough, it was probably last year. I um, just needed a purpose. I felt like I needed a purpose and I was an ambassador for uh, Movember and uh, other things. But um, I just reached out to Polished Man to see if I could get involved at, uh, in some way because the organisation and campaign uh, I guess hold something close to my heart, having my own kids and to think that what a billion kids, like that's a half the world's population have been affected by some kind of domestic violence or um, some form of abuse. And that's just uh, ridiculous. And it, and it hurts to even uh, think that that's happening. So, I mean, uh, I did reach out last year, lucky for me this year, they um, got in contact with me and said they'd love to, for me to be an ambassador and, um, yeah, I'm obviously super excited to bring awareness, raise some money, and uh, because I love kids, and uh, you know, they're, they're such vulnerable little beings, and we should be able to look after them and and uh, teach them all the things that are right in this world. So, Archie, why do you think it's important? Because this is it's polished man, and it was it was um, started by um, you know a guy who was uh, um, you'll be able to tell us a bit more about the story, but who sat yeah. with a, a, a little girl who was um, who'd been abused for a couple of years by the director yeah. of the orphanage that he was visiting at the time, and you know it's called the polished man, but we've got polished women who support. Why do you think it's really important that men be leading the way in in you know stopping and preventing violence? towards children well I, I think um with stats and facts is that uh, obviously i think with the males they're mostly the perpetrators of such offenses but then also too 
uh, they are a lot of victims that are, are males mm-hmm. that are too scared to speak out. And, uh, yep. you know, sure. I think this just gives a platform for those that feel like they can't um, express what's ever happened to them. It gives them a voice. And, and uh, you know, the more that we talk about such campaigns and uh, is the, uh, the only way we're going to bring awareness to what's happening out there and people will jump on board. I mean, um, for me, just by having the polished nail already, and it, it's so funny, I mean, it, it is to have the conversation when you do see it, but it, in fact, it, that just, it does because, I mean, I'm on the mm. street and someone will notice it and, and then I'm more than happy to tell the story because... Like I said, the more people that are aware of it, the more people get involved and then we can pre- prevent um, some of these atrocities happening to, to young kids. Um, and, uh, and it's not about fixing it, it's just about preventing it, I think. Um, and that's what the Polish Man is all about. And I'm excited to be, obviously be, and very grateful to be a part of it. Mm. Yeah. So... In this crazy time of like COVID and isolation, and um, you know, balancing out with a, with be, with having a family and a career, how has um, being a father really affected you during this whole COVID time? Like, how have you coped with balancing staying at home, being locked up, working, being a dad? What kind of dad are you in this in this crazy COVID world? Well, at the moment, an absent one because uh, unfortunately, <laughs> my kids are in the Gold Coast. So um, oh. I haven't been able to see my kids. Um, oh no, Archie! No, yeah, since since March. So oh. can, yeah, so it's been quite hard on myself. Um, so I guess um, these little things that come up and and it can help me in other ways. That I guess connects with my kids, and mm. um, you know I'm all for it. But in saying that, I, I have a partner now that uh, I, I live with that has kids that has had a week on week off and they're they're seven and nine so um it's it's been you're in our territory oh, aren't you? you've been doing some homeschooling are you losing your yeah. mind like we are <laughs> yeah it's, it's been it's been difficult but um i have to give credit to all the parents and especially the mums out there uh just seeing with what my partner has to deal with is, is quite quite tough and, but we're all getting through it i mean they'll go back to school next week but I will say that um, it's actually opened my eyes a little bit in the sense of what I kind of missed out with teaching my own kids because maybe with what I was doing, being part of football and, and that sort of environment, um, I felt like I wasn't present a lot for my kids mm-hmm. growing up. And uh, that's probably what I'm reflecting on right now in, in this moment and being able to kind of, I suppose, be more present with my partner's kids can't wait till the the borders open up so uh, I can go and see my own and just kind of because I've had a lot of time to be able to just reflect on a lot of things especially in this time and uh, I suppose a lot of people have and uh, brings up some stuff that maybe you would have thought that you dealt with but you haven't Um, so that's brought a lot of light to that situation for me but so I'm really looking forward to getting back and seeing them and really um, just wanting to be that dad that uh, I've always wanted to be. Thank you for saying that because that's such a raw and honest thing to say. And being a parent, it's the hardest job in the world. And then every one of us at any time, no matter how hard we work and whatever we do, we're always feeling like we're not good enough and we're not enough and we've got to do more. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's a constant feeling. It it is a constant feeling. And um, I have to say that the government is doing right in 
that they're, they're saying, okay, you know, you go on a mental health plan, which is 10 visits. They've now made it 20. And I should, I, I would love to them, for them just to make it, um, you know, this is a, a really key thing that people should be obviously um, working on. Uh, and the government should subsidise every part of it because um, when I was speaking to my psychologist and when, when we're all stressed, especially in this sort of time, we always go back to whatever default um, that we go back to. And my default was to go back to be feel, feeling that I was like a bad dad. And, uh, you know, and that's, um, that's obviously really hard to hear. And always so kind to friends that maybe go through certain situations. But what we really find, um, I guess, harder is to be kind to ourselves. So I, I've kind of learned to, to be able to, be kind to myself and really looking forward to being able again to be that dad and this is why this campaign is so important to me is because um you know just being so absent from my kids just i'm just hoping that a lot of people out there um aren't absent to their own kids so that's uh, i guess uh, an important thing for me that's so self-aware of you archie and it's oh, so well, look, brilliant to be honest to be honest it's uh <laughs> I mean, I'm learning all the time. Like probably over the only the last couple of years is that I've been more conscious about um, stuff that I've done, what I'm doing, uh, being a bit, bit, being more present. And that's why I'm really looking forward to going and see my kids because they get to see, they probably get to see it firsthand how much of an evolution uh, and I've kind of had in the last year or so, but uh it's um, anything that we all bring awareness to is important. I think that's why this Polish man's so so great for myself right now. It's just so refreshing because, you know, we've got these sporting icons, you know, around the world that people look up to. And just to have, just to hear you as a dad, like that is as real as it gets. You talk yeah, about well, the for real show, like that's as real as it gets, you know, and, yeah. and your kids and, and young particularly our boys, because they're highly at risk. You know, we know in Australia, we've got one of the worst records for, you know, for, for boys' mental health. So, you know, just to hear somebody speak that way and, yeah. you know, say, I've got a psychologist and I've done all this reflecting and I've got all yeah. of this, you know, this self-awareness right now, yeah. the, the power. Absolutely. The power for that two has... mums yeah. of two boys each. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, well, look, it's, I think it's important that uh, we're examples and um, I think the only example I can show my kids, and look, I'm no angel, I'm still learning, um, but I think the, the example I can show my own kids, especially my boy, is that it's okay to be vulnerable, it's okay to um, not be scared to tell people how you feel. Um, and I'm like, you know, I'm a pretty emotional person and I think if, if um, your kids can see that, especially coming from like a male that's supposed to be this tough, hard guy that, uh, you know, has to support, has to do this. And I'm not, not, not saying that mums do it, but uh, I just say that just there's so much onus on the, the dad to be the strong one. And mm. I think it's okay to show that, no, we're, we're not strong all the time and that we, we do hurt and we do get upset. And, um, and that's the kind of relationship I want to have with my kids, that they're okay to show their vulnerabilities and and my and it's so great now that I get 
conversating uh, wild conversations, maybe conversations I don't really want to have. <laughs> we feel 17 you. Seventeen-year-old yeah. daughter, especially. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're in it, but, my uh, friend. You're right in it. <laughs> I'm really in it, but you know, I, I, I guess I've, I've had a lot of um, realizations, reflections, and when someone told me, "Would you like your daughter to go out with someone like yourself?" Um, I know we're probably going off topic, but uh, and and I would tell I it, know. and I said, "Hell no." There's no right. way, and then that, then that kind of was like, oh man, I, I need to really look within myself and see what what what's not really going right for me to say that. And now I'm kind of happy that I feel like I'll be very happy if she came across someone like myself uh, in saying that. But yeah, do you, do you think that um, when you're reflecting back on being a parent, do you then get to be able to reflect back on your own childhood? Oh, that's such a great question, and and it and it is because I I I came from a um, sort of environment where, and I don't I didn't see it until kind of now having my own kids, is that my dad was always angry. It felt like he was just angry all the time. So I was always <laughs> walking on eggshells. But the fact is, we had a big family. Um, the stresses of probably working and trying to put food on the table. Yeah. I'm um, just exhausted at the end of the day, and we all know what that's like. It's, um, yeah, and we get it now, don't we? We yeah, get it now. We get it. So I can't. Yeah. Be, I can't be hard on, on him now, and, and it's actually changed my uh, relationship with him. And it wasn't only just recently that my partner was at my um, sister's fortieth, and uh, my dad happened to be sitting in the background, and my partner was talking to him, and uh, he he said to her because he came from an upbringing that was tough and and you know quite violent. Um, his upbringing so it's only his environment but he just said to her he goes because we're all having fun or having laughs and that's what we are when, when we're a family together yeah. um, he just said that well, I'm so happy and grateful that my my kids are breaking the mold oh, which oh, which is wow. you know so beautiful and it made me emotional it makes me emotional now when I think about it but but I mean that's amazing but it's it, I guess it's this time we get to reflect on a lot of stuff and uh, and it's important that we again with this polished man that we we uh, bring awareness to all sorts of things. I mean, I, I know I do a lot of these things, but I I, I kind of feel like it's a platform to talk about anything. So um, yeah, of course. Yeah, so that I mean that there are a couple it's, of amazing stories that are happening. It, it's so interesting because when you talk about wanting to break that generational thing, you know, you don't often hear about the previous generation saying, "I'm so happy that it's broken." Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's 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 because they're almost so set in a way. But I feel like my dad's uh, he's because he remarried, he's had kids again, so he's he's kind of learnt, I think, from the, the, his first time and doing. But we're we're all just trying to do it the best that we can. And just quickly with the story with with the Polish man too, is that my mum was taken from her family and this is where it really resonated with me um when we talk about where polish man started from and um obviously that young girl going into the orphanage and you know what her parent thought that was happening was that she was getting looked after but she was getting sexually abused my mum was taken from her family and um you know i won't go into details but a lot of a lot of stuff that really um affected her and 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 uh, but she's a beautiful, strong woman, and uh, um, amazing woman considering the stuff that she went through. And um, I guess that's kind of why why it really resonates with me too, um, for being an ambassador of a Polish man. 
We love the way that you speak yeah. about your mum. We, oh, we love it. You know, she's we, incredible. My dad's, to... my dad's incredible. My mum's just amazing too. So, yeah. So do you, um, you know, we've done a bit of research on you and um, we know that when you were a teenager, you got in a bit of trouble, went to court and walked out of court and it was that moment that you said to your mum, I want you to yeah. be really proud of me and I want to make a difference mm. and that's when I want to pro play pro football. Yeah. Do you, like, take us back to that moment. What it What was going through your head that made you change? Because there's so many kids that walk out of court and they don't make that decision. So yeah. what was what was going on with you that said that's it? There's no more of that for me. I, I just think that it was. I mean, do you I remember that young. day? Yeah, yeah, no, I was young. Yeah, I, I mean, vaguely, but I was a rat bag. Like we were all rat bags when we were younger. We all <laughs> learned, but um, I think it was just seeing the not not the disappointment. I don't think it was a disappointment. Just the the sadness that was in my mum, like that. Uh, just walking into that courtroom she was just so devastated that um that we were here and i, I think because i i'm quite, kind of called the golden child in the family because uh, you know <laughs> I, I think mum and dad really they they obviously made a lot of sacrifices to me for me to become a pro footballer and those sacrifices meant that my siblings probably missed out on a lot of things but we're a very close family that we're always happy for someone that goes does something or achieves anything and um so when i saw the disappointment in my mum uh, i just i said to her straight away it was like mom i'm gonna make you proud this is the last time you're gonna see me here and and, and i guess that kind of helped me and gave me that drive to achieve uh, a lot and um, and have that discipline to be able to pull myself out of certain situations um and that gave me that drive and and i didn't really look back and um so that was I guess a moment in time, but uh, very mm. grateful for it. You're, you're listening to Bring Back Live on Live FM. This is a Sonia and Sasha for Real Show. We're here with the amazing and very deep and very self-aware. We didn't even know uh, Archie, Archie I Thompson. Wouldn't, I wouldn't. Uh, look, to be honest, it's been, it's been a, a journey over the last couple of years. And uh, people that probably hear it are probably used to an ego-driven Archie Thompson from long time you know and, and but uh you live and you learn and i'm um, trying to grow and be better uh each day with with whatever i'm, I'm whatever vibe i'm giving off and uh that's all that we can be but it's just being kind to yourself being kind to others is i guess the most important thing we can really do in life Absolutely. in your career you must have had some incredible highs and some incredible lows tell us yeah. about the the highs and the lows like the complete opposites of the scale well highs are just um obviously um winning so many things with some great people um being uh, amazing full stadiums full chanting for you uh you know the funny thing is when i watch stuff back on um a bit of ego creeps in, I must admit, and I look at this glory Has days of when I was playing. <laughs> uh, but I, um, I did. I used to watch the reaction of the supporters. So when you scored a goal, I loved the, the seeing that reaction of just sheer joy from the supporters. That that's what really, um, I guess, got me off when it was uh, when it was football. So uh, those moments are fantastic. Probably real down part um, was probably my last year of football uh separated with from my wife families broke up and then I got told that this was the last 
year and I was never going to and I wasn't going to sign at Victory again. Um, so that all just happened at once, and uh, so that was probably for me the real, um, I guess, low point in in my football career because it, it, it was meant to be a special year, go out like you know in your last year. Um, but sometimes things don't turn out the way that you you hope. But um, I guess it's made me stronger. And uh, but look, I've had lots of highs and, and lows, not just in football, but um, you know they all make you better in some way. So that Sasha, particular year, how did you actually deal with it? How did I deal? I did yeah. deal very well with it. To be honest, <laughs> I, I didn't deal well at all with it. Um, I was probably shut myself away from the the uh, the world um, football used to be for me a place where I could go and forget about everything mm-hmm. uh, training a game but it just got to the point where that was doing nothing for me uh, but uh, you know I was really lucky that I've got great people around me a brother that's amazing and I, I, I we probably don't speak as much to these days because you know you get in this COVID world you just kind of stick in your own little bubble but um mm-hmm. Before this, I speak to him every day, but he's obviously in the mental health sector. And I just, he helped me um, get out of my little slump. And we all have slumps. I mean, I, I still have moments where um, things get on top of you. <laughs> but I feel like if you've got people to talk to and great people around you, um, and it's funny, I, I mean, with football, there's, uh, there's a lot of, I guess, people that hang around or want a piece of you when you're, you know, when you're obviously at the peak of whatever you're doing and then once everything gets taken away, those ones that uh, you, you supposedly think are the ones that are meant to be your closest, you soon find out who really are. So I'm, I'm really grateful now that I have this, just this core group of people that I love and adore that help me all the time. Sasha and I um, are both speakers with young people in schools and universities and we travel around the world and, and oh, do ma- seminars. Oh, yeah, so amazing. sometimes, you know, we're in front of 10 kids in Menangatang or other times we're in front of 3,000 in, in the, you know, in, a, in an arena in Queensland and, you know, we have experienced a tiny bit of that high that you talk about and it's intoxicating yeah. and you just yeah. love it and, that's, and yeah. we both say that it's the happiest place that we, you know, we have. And then you come home and you've got to microwave the dinner and you've got to, you know, put the kids to bed. And it's just like, oh, I was a rock star five seconds ago and now I've got to take the rubbish out. Like, this sucks. How do you deal with that? How did you deal with that? Uh, um, no, well, I guess I had a good balance. Um, I I think, well, this is the same as what you guys, uh, when I think of the story, is that when I scored five goals in a grand final um, in 2007, 50-odd thousand people, um, amazing night. Uh, about 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, I was changing a shitty nappy for my six-month-old <laughs> six uh, boy. So, right. I mean, uh, but I was happy just to do that. Like, I mean, obviously, I celebrated later, but um, I, I, I was just happy with that. I'm, look, I, I love my own time. I love, I love to be um, a bit of a hermit, like like that i mean i obviously loved the the atmosphere and, and playing in front of massive crowds but then i actually really enjoyed my own time too where mm. i was away from it so uh, i guess i just had a good balance for that mm. but I mean, look, don't get me wrong i still love now i mean obviously 40 and and seeing some of the matches that have been played now in the atmosphere 
it still gives me, uh, you know, it makes my head stand up. And yeah. I, I wish I was out there, but it just, you know, it is what it is. I think there was a um, Travis Scott, one of the, like, you know, the rapper Travis Scott, he did mm. a doco and um, somebody said to him after his first big concert, they said, congratulations, you'll be chasing that high for the rest of your life now. <laughs> you know, he just, yeah. yeah. And I think I often think about, you know, elite people in, in their field where they're getting admiration and adulation and, you know, how do you go back to just, how do you, addictive. It's really addictive. Yeah. Well, well, I guess that's where people struggle. And uh, mm. uh, especially athletes, when they've come off such a high, and uh, and then it's no longer there, and then you're then you're just forgotten about. And um, I guess it's just surrounding you with the people that just love you for who you are, and not just the footballer. So again, mm. I'm just lucky that uh, I've got some really beautiful, amazing people that see me more than just someone that kicks a lever ball that gives people a bit of joy as you said because obviously when you like you just said you know at some moment you're the most important person and everybody wants a piece of you and then all of a sudden you know it it doesn't matter anymore and you find out who your friends are how did you actually deal with that because that has to really almost physically hurt when you think oh you know you you know just because I'm not um making your life any better or I'm not giving you anything now you don't need me anymore. How does how do you actually deal with that? Because it hurts. Well, it's, well, it's hard. It's, it's I don't think you can you don't you, you, can't, you can't deal with something like this. I mean, it's uh, it's difficult. I mean, I kind of knew that things were were changing when I was still playing, like because I was sort of coming toward the end of my career. I mean, like sponsors or personal sponsors would all of a sudden. Um, maybe not answer your phone calls or maybe the the amount of you know uh, the money or, or product they were giving you is lessened and then all of a sudden there's no more agreements i guess those are the sort of things that um start to you start to realize that okay um things are starting to be taken away from you uh and it's hard it's hard it is hard and i mean i, I still have moments um you know uh, dealing with with stuff like that, but I guess more and more I I, I learn about myself. Um, I learn that those sort of things are probably more for the ego than than really for for myself. Um, then you get to deal. Then you deal with things a lot more uh, easier. And uh, but you know you you still live and learn. And uh, I always speak about ego because I was driven so long for it. And, I guess those are the those are the things that uh, I guess feed the ego, and then once that's mm. taken away, and and you you kind of learn about yourself, then everything's okay, and I, I feel okay. I feel okay about it all now. The best part of listening to this conversation and you speaking, it is so obvious that you have done so much work on yourself. Mm. Oh yeah, look, I I I, and I have to say thanks to I mean. Uh, a lot of people. I mean, Lubo Milicevic is someone I really uh, I give a lot of praise to because he went through a really dark period in his life where two years I, I didn't see any of uh, He's an ex-footballer. Uh, two years mm-hmm. I didn't see him. Um, and then all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere, Arch, let's have a coffee. I go have a coffee. He's trying to have a conversation with me. I'm just on my phone half the time. Every time I seen a beep, I was looking at And he was so calm and and and. and he just said, Archie, look, man, can you put your phone away for just a second? 
and just let's have a conversation. Let, just be present. And then he started to give me books and I read them and I probably was reading them but not really reading them. And then, mm. uh, you know, I happened to read, uh, meet my partner and she's, oh, I, I, I can't speak like highly oh, enough. It just makes me emotional when I think about it. It's just mm. my sole partner and she's brilliant. She makes me want to be better. And she, she brought all these um, like healing, uh, uh, holistic healing side that I, you know, I kind of knew about, but wasn't really living it. And, but I, but now I'm I'm trying to do the best I can. I I have healings. I do psychologists. Like I mean, every day is um, a lesson, and we learn. And uh, but I, I like again. I'm just so grateful that I have um, someone like her and and you know beautiful family and friends to be able to help me. And uh, and I guess it it kind of helps me to that I that I used to speak like this before, but I felt like it was corny and and people might think that okay, oh, but I know Archie before he doesn't speak like that, but I, like I don't really care now, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just it's just uh, kind of what you get, and I mean I probably can't speak to certain ways that I want to speak to certain friends because they're not not on a level that will kind of I can connect with, but that's okay. I was about to say because that is because you've reached that next level and well, you're, yeah, well, you've done. I try, I try, I try. Look, I'm I'm not perfect at all. I'll, I'll keep I'll keep riding this wave of learning. It's because we're all I, human, yeah. Because yeah, we're all human, yeah. we're all still yeah. learning. Yeah. But I got I got this really awesome healer too. She's uh, in Upway, and, and Pam and the Pam's a, a beautiful card reader. You know, when in Ligon Street, that is amazing. So I mean, I've got all these really, um, like I guess you got to believe in all that sort of stuff. But uh, God, they've helped me so much. Well, we need the numbers when the show's yeah, finished. We just, just hook us up I'm after always, this is I'm done because we're in. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always doing that because oh. I, I just, yeah, because it, it, because it, you know when you find that something that helps me might ne- it might necessarily help someone else, you know, and uh, so that that's uh, why I'm always so open about speaking about it. So good. I absolutely um, love that. That's so authentic to be able to come yeah. from that space and really well, even saying yeah. it out loud and not actually caring about what other people think. And if they judge you and they go, what's Ashitovson doing? You're seeing a card reader from Carlton, you know what I mean? Like, where's, what's he doing? But it, it is, it's just healing and it's beautiful and what works yeah. for you and not caring about what other people think. It's, a, it's such a beautiful space to be in and it takes yeah, well, a lot to get there. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, um, and I still probably have moments where I, I kind of feel, think about or what the people feel about me or think about me. I still have those moments, um, and but like I feel like I'm in a bit of space to kind of recognise that that's happening. So um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay, so um, tell us what does Archie Thompson do for fun? Oh, um, fun! On, uh, yeah, <laughs> Maybe not COVID well, times fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you go outside of your five kilometres, sneak out, uh, and just one step out. <laughs> All right, Don't I tell do, us baby. if you do. Just keep it completely <laughs> safe. <laughs> well, me and my partner, we we, uh, we we go for a walk, and there's a little Mexican place just in Yarraville because I'm in Yarraville, and there's a little Mexican place that we get margaritas. So we, ah, we, now you're we talking. Go, yeah, now yeah, you're talking their language. Yeah, <laughs> go for a walk, pick up some margaritas. We go sit in the park, and we accidentally bump into the, like friends there. Oh, whoops! And, sorry, oh, yeah, whoops! Whoops! Sorry. <laughs> And then we'll chat and we'll have a laugh and um, and then it's 
yeah, that's kind of it. But I, I love mountain biking now. So mountain biking, I love. I still love running. For me, running, I just, I just love it. Like, mm. I, I mean, I love to obviously run a bit more into nature. But um, I, like, yeah, I, I just love running. I love exercising. Like, I, I just can't seem to let that, that kind of ego go about having a, this and being okay with it and let my body go. But um, otherwise, yeah, those are the sort of things. I love exercise. I love getting out and walking, love riding. Um, just, yeah. And when I can, I'll be obviously spending a lot more time with uh, friends. But that's not ego. That's just, you know, you, you've found your jam. That's good for your uh, mental health as well. Yeah. You know? Like you, you, that when I run, it's to let everything go and just, oh. you know, get inspired. And I think of the ideas that I want to, yeah. you know, come up with yeah. and it makes yeah. you feel better. You oh, know, it's amazing. Especially during yeah. this time, like we need that. We need the exercise yeah. and the feel-good endorphins that come from exercising and, you know, having a laugh as well, especially yeah. during a bit yeah. of a pandemic, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree. We, um, we love how you speak about your partner and about your mum. You've actually, we read that you credited your mum. She was, she was a football player as well and yeah. this is where you get yeah. some of your skills. As, you know, where does this come, this work ethic in this, you know, drive. Uh, that come from? Well, I guess it was um, what, making that decision that I wanted to be a pro footballer. Mm. Um, that that gave me the drive. Very fortunate that I had parents that sacrificed and were willing to to go that little bit extra to make those sort of uh, dreams happen. Um, and I, I guess because I went that kind of different road that maybe other kids my age went. Um, that was probably the long way around. Um, I guess it, it made me appreciate that that could have been taken away from me, and uh, and I and so I just knew that um, whenever I sort of went when it came to football and, and training, and I I would always never leave anything left um, on on a training field or anything, and uh, and I think it also too. When I made the decision, because I did work in a Chinese restaurant, I, I did only for a short time, but it was just long enough to know that this is not what I wanted to do and work mm-hmm. into a, work in an abattoir. And, uh, you know, it was the dirtiest job you could imagine. It was yeah. actually cleaning out a shit bag from a cow. So oh, that was my job. Oh, God. So I stunk, <laughs> basically, uh, a lot <laughs> for a long time when I was working in that. But... When I made that decision that I wanted to be a pro footballer, I started at the Chinese restaurant because I was obviously doing things that weren't healthy for my body, neglected my football. When I made that decision to to obviously be that pro footballer, I ran home from the Chinese restaurant and it was only 4Ks, it wasn't far, but I stopped about a hundred times because I just, I couldn't breathe because I just neglected (laughs) my body. But, you know, I I just wanted it so much. I, I... I just kept persevering with it. So a hundred times became 80 times that I stopped Mm. sort of 80 times became, you know, 20. And then, then it got to the point where I actually made it home without even stopping. And I just knew from that, I just, it was like, I got home. I was like, man, I can do anything. I can do anything. And um, that was the moment I just kind of knew that when things will come my way and and I'll be ready for it because I've already put myself in a position to, to, to test myself. And uh, again, I've been fortunate that stuff, because you attract 
what you want, mm. uh, <laughs> you know, and I, um, I attracted what I wanted and I was prepared when those things came around. Mm. So. You've, um, you've written a book, What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger. <laughs> yeah, that book. Hey? <laughs> Give us a yeah, bit of a book. go about this one because that's one of our mantras, yeah? You, it's like pull up, come on, get up, get on with it, girl, pull your bootstraps up, you'll be right. What, so tell well, us about that. I, I'm going to tell you, it wasn't a bestseller, that's for sure. It was uh, in, in, the, <laughs> in the first week was buy one, get one free. Uh, <laughs> For the look, uh, it was probably at a time when um, when they asked me to to write a book, um, I just went, yeah, okay. And probably, I mean, there was some things in it that I go, yeah, okay, that's real. But probably a lot of it um, wasn't wasn't who I was or what I am, or you yeah. know. And um, I actually never even read the book. I haven't even read the book, um, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but, but there are a lot of strong things in it and um, that I did go through. And, and if someone's reading and a kid, uh, and I've had kids read it and, and they've been inspired by it, then yes, that's, it, it's fantastic. I mean, okay, even if they take a little bit from it, um, they're good, good for them. And if it helps them, brilliant. But uh, like, I, if I could probably write another book, it'd be a lot different to that. What I, what I've, what I've been through and uh, probably a bit more open, but. There's, there's Would you do it again? Because the way that you've spoken to us today and the gold that you're, you know, giving everybody yeah. who's listening, oh, we yeah. could do well, with an Archie Thompson 2.0 version, please. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, um, I guess it's uh, about being honest and, and um, which I'm still trying to learn and, and, and do every day. But um, I guess, yeah, 100% I would love to write another book where it was more coming from who I am than uh, mm. what people wanted to hear, I suppose. Have you had a chance to actually go out to any clubs and speak to the players about your transformation and where you are now to be able to, you know, just to get them to see something different? from Because they're probably you. They're, they're mm. stuck in that ego and they're caught yeah. up in that. Well, I, I'd, I'd love to and I'm... Um, I know that uh, when I do speak with some kids that are obviously playing at the top level, I mean, first interaction is with a with a DM message on Insta because they've mm-hmm. done something really great. And then all of a sudden um, I can easily see how they can maybe forget just the, the fundamentals of so many things and then, the, the spotlight gets put on them and it's not necessarily their fault. It's just what happens. You, you do mm-hmm. something great. And then um, all of a sudden you're, you're getting all these accolades and everything. And it's easy to lose sight of, of a mm-hmm. lot of things. Um, so when I, when I see a young boy do really well, I, I always text him and say, that's man, fantastic. You, you, you did incredible. Just make sure you, you stay humble and, and work really hard. And, and, mm-hmm. You know they're really grateful to see the message, but they also like, okay, thank you. I'll, I'll really do that. And that's, um, you know, once all this stuff kind of finishes, and I'd love to be able to do a bit more on that uh, side of it. And um, because I, I would have loved someone to be able to pull me aside when I was back then, uh, naive, ego-driven, um, you know, in that environment where it's easy, easy to get lost. Mm-hmm. To, to 
have someone to keep me grounded and um you know but what, obviously what would you have wanted them to say what would you have said to Archie then? to myself hmm. um yeah I, I, I would just say probably stay humble um which I tried to do anyway I, I felt like I did pretty well with that but uh hmm. um maybe it probably would have been the stuff outside of football um, mm. that I, I would have liked to have changed uh, to, to obviously tell them to be a bit more honest with things, um, not be disrespectful to to, to, to women um, th- that I have uh, over the years. And that's, something that uh, you know I'm, I'm disappointed in myself when I think about it and I'd love to be able to um, tell Archie not to, to be like that mm. and uh, because it's um, you know it's I'm only learning now that even now when I'm in the conversation with my mates um, and I hear sometimes a conversation that might go a little bit disrespectful um, it, it, it makes me feel a certain way that I don't like mm. <laughs> you know it's and uh, and look, I might still say some stupid stuff, but I mean, I'm more aware of it. I, I wish that I could tell that Archie back then those sort of things, um, mm. and, and 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 that's where I can hopefully uh, teach the kids today. You know, how do you think clubs can actually do better with rising stars um, so that they don't get caught up like this? Yeah, I, I think that they're, they're doing it better. Um, I, I guess it's it's the uh, the older players um, that that probably need to be the edu- that, to educate these kids mm. probably better. Um, but it's it's hard when you grow up in an environment um, that this is what you were shown at a young age. So I guess if you can try to break that mold and um, and I feel like it's happening. I definitely feel like it's happening. I know that the club that I was obviously uh, involved with, Melbourne Victory, um, all the young boys that come into that club uh, are taught really well, uh, I guess, about you know what it means to be a Melbourne Victory person, not just on the field but off. Um, you know, so I guess it, 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 everyone's learning, but I, I guess it's better if we teach these kids in school <laughs> rather than at a club because once they get to the club, they already know uh, this is how you treat people. This is how you, you know, you conduct yourself. Um, it starts in schools, like where you guys go and mentor kids. This is where it needs to start. Mm. And even at home, like for yeah. parents to have these 100%. open conversations and say, 100%. I've done these things or I've disrespected these people and I've made these mistakes and it's not, you know, it doesn't make you a better person to think that you can get away with your ego and just yeah. act like that. Yeah. And to hear, and just for yourself being a role model and saying it out loud is huge for boys. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, and men would not have said this before. No, and it, like it, 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 I'm, I'm still so ashamed of that. You know, and 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 you know, going back with with obviously going to a psychologist. Um, it brought out, out a lot of shame um, mm-hmm. because of um, the stuff that I was doing uh, behind the, the scenes that no one really saw. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, you get into the arena and, oh, Archie, Archie, this, Archie, that. And it's almost like you're not 
you're ashamed, you know. And it's um, I've only probably um, I guess now feel a bit more I guess kinder to myself and not so much no not so ashamed as much now because I feel like that I'm I'm slowly starting to get back on the track where I need to be. Mm. I want to be. I want to be. Do you think that it's changing um, in terms of our elite, you know, sports people? Because it used to be that there was these bad boys and they would, you know, do it and kind of, oh, yeah, but they're, they're the footy player or they're the, you know, whatever. And then we've got, it seems like there's this new breed of, you know, sporting people. Like uh, behind me, I've got Antetokounmpo's um, jumper and, and, you know, I got to see him play in Jan and he's he's one of these guys who goes back to Greece all the time and does clinics for young kids and gives lots of product away and he's always yeah. very you know he's a family man and he doesn't get yeah. in trouble and he doesn't do you know do you reckon it's changing I, I, I hope so I mean mm. I, I feel it is and um, look everyone's going to make mistakes it's just it's just it's just life I mean we're uh, human I, yeah we're human and, and look mm. um, some when I see some people get in trouble um, especially the young boys and, or whatever it be uh, and people say oh god this and that but the fact is that they're young they're just you know they're naive um, they don't probably know how to handle certain situations mature um, in a mature way and it, it just that's just how it is and unfortunately because of who they are and what they do it gets brought into the spotlight but then they forget it and they don't see all the stuff that they do off mm-hmm. besides that, like the, 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 the hospitals they, they go see, the, mm-hmm. the sick children that they bring so a true. smile to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Those things outweigh a lot of those little things. And, and uh, But we all make mistakes. It's just life. I mean, I made loads and loads and I'll still continue to make loads and loads. But um, we just got to be kinder to other people. And I guess I'm, I'm, I still go, oh, man, really? But then I kind of, I feel like, oh, well, yeah, he's learning. It's his journey, you know. Just amazing, Archie. We, we've been blown away by speaking oh, to you today. Like oh, we didn't, you. we did not expect to get such, uh, just such a heartfelt. You know, like we've just got you as you, as your realest and rawest and most, most authentic um, self. And thank yeah. you so much for no, that. That no, is just. Thank no, you. I, appreciate, I really appreciate you guys listening. <laughs> I don't know, I can... It's like, no, it's it's like we've had therapy today. We feel yeah. like we've had a bit of, you know, we've got it out. We're feeling good. We're going to go have a healing and upway. Yeah. Like we're doing all right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, do you know what's going to happen after this, right? We're going to give you our psychic. You're going to give us our psychic. You know, like it's like I'm going to give you my heal. I've got a kinesiologist. Like we're just going to go, these are the herbs I'm taking. I've got some you know, rescue remedy under the tongue. Like we're yeah. going all of that stuff. I, I just started, I re- reached out to um, a cycle, you know, cycle the mushrooms. Um, oh, no. Cycle, I think it's C Y K E L. Yeah. So the, it's like um, I think they're based in uh, Byron, uh, but they have uh, mushrooms that are to like all different, like you know the lion's mane, um, which helps you focus better, sleep remedies. I mean, I, I've got it all. Wow. <laughs> Even the C- CBD oil. That, yeah, uh, helps right. Me wow. kind of relax with um, the anxiety of sometimes stuff. 
might overtake you. And yeah, I mean, I loved all that sort of stuff. The, the more natural, the, the better, I guess. Yeah, we love it too. We love it. So can we just ask, what is next for Archie Thompson? What's next for you? I don't know. I guess, uh, I guess I'll have to wait and see. I mean, uh, fear always plays a big part in, in, in what, you know, I guess thinking about it. But um, I just go with the flow. I feel like if... If I, I just trust more, like if we all just trust a bit mm. more, and let what it be. What are you afraid of, be. Archie? What do you fear? Oh, well, you know, yeah, you always you think about what's going to happen in the future. Mm. Um, so your mind starts, and and my, my mind does it crazily. Like uh, I'm, uh, my, my healer tells me all the time, "Oh, you're so on your head, Archie. You're so on your head." And <laughs> you know, I mean, like I, I'm aware of it. I know know that, but we always making these crazy stories up of what's going to happen and what's already happened, but it's not even happened. And yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, the, and then the past stuff. And I guess I just got to believe that uh, everything's just going to flow how it's meant to. Mm. Do you know what one of my, um, my new favorite sayings that I've got from my therapist is that I, and so we're sharing therapy sessions here. Yeah, right? good. <laughs> so my new favorite saying, my therapist always says, when I get caught up in that, that space, she'll say, just say to the universe, surprise me. Give me something oh, yeah. really cool that I'm going to love. Just surprise me with something. And do you know what? It actually like, and you literally go away and you're like, I don't know what to do. I'm not sure. I'm stuck in this situation. I don't know what, you know, if I turn right, I turn left. I don't know what I'm doing in it. And I don't know. Yeah. I can't make those decisions. So you surprise me I, and give me something. And I tell you real. what, it's a good, and then all of a sudden, you something weird just happens and you're like, ah, oh, I didn't even think I'd be here. Like oh. I did not think that we would be speaking to Archie Thompson talking about psychics. Well, I, I mean, I love obviously little quotes and uh, one that always sticks with me and I love it because it's my daughter's 18th this month. So, I mean, it's it's, it's kind of hard too because she's going to be 18 and I, I won't be able to be up there and share it with her. So, um, yeah. But yeah. I, I did, I, I sent her a beautiful crystal actually because um, my, my partner's into healing and in crystals. So I bought this really big, beautiful one and I sent it up and I loved it. And I, and I sent a quote and you would have heard it and I've heard it off um, Kung Fu Panda. I love Kung Fu I Panda. I love oh, Kung Fu Panda. Come on. Yes. Kung Fu Panda. I, I love yes. Kung Fu Panda 1. I love Kung Fu Panda 2. I love three. <laughs> I love I love more. Yeah. I can watch them all the time and me and my partner love it. Um, yeah. But this is the one quote that always i love is like it's yesterday's history tomorrow is a mystery and today is a gift that's why they call it the present and mm -hmm. i love it and i yeah. love it and uh and i guess that's kind of um what we have to live and just trust and i love that i'm going to use that universe uh, surprise me universe because i don't know what else to do <laughs> yeah. it's, a bit, it's, yeah. it's beautiful because it's literally um, Sonia says that she's going to have on her grave one day. She finally let it go. I mean, you know, like we're, <laughs> because we're, you know, like we're having all of that stuff, and you just think, I just need to let it go because in my head it becomes way too much. Yeah, so you've yeah. literally got the only way that you can function is by just completely trusting and saying, I, I don't know where to go right now. I don't know what to do. So tr surprise me and give me some kind of direction. Yeah, I love that actually. But it's like, yeah, it's good, and it's good to have good people around you. Mm. Um, you know, and, that, and that's where I've been really fortunate. I mean, even my older sister, um, she's been through a lot. I mean, she lost her husband probably six years ago, 
and that was really tough on her and and it almost broke her um but before i, I don't i'll go on off a little bit off track here but uh no, um, they had IVF treatment and uh, they tried a couple of times and when they had one, um, just a treatment, three days later, he passed away. And then um, oh. then the actual egg took. Uh, and so wow. my, my, my daughter, ended, I mean, my sister ended up having a, a baby girl. Um, but she puts a lot of things in perspective. And I guess it's when you've had such a loss like that, just makes you feel, um, and when you're given a gift, mm. and uh, the gift is her child, but there's the gift of life, and it's a gift that you have right now to be able to, to live and, and, and do those things. And, and she put so many things into in, really great perspective for myself. And like I said, and, and it's the universe. We've got to be grateful <laughs> to everything. Archie, you have won us over. We are your greatest fans <laughs> oh, yeah. now. Like, yeah. We'll be walking around going, let me tell you, Archie Thompson, because he, <laughs> you're in, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, no, like, up. what a gift. Like, honestly, and, and Sonia, when we actually put it out there, because the Polish man was something that has been very, very dear to our heart. I sat on the board of Childwise, um, which was an organisation that worked together with the Polish man when they first started, oh, like, wow. you know. When they first came, the concept of having this idea of um, putting together something where you would, you know, paint one finger and talk about, it, you know, the stuff that's going on with children around the world. And so that was perfect to be able. And then we became ambassadors and, you know, I've, I've oh. been painting one finger and my nails for years doing mm -hmm. this project. And then oh. we became ambassadors. And then in October, Sonia said, you know, we need to do something on the radio. And we put it out and they came back and um gave us you and said listen oh. you're going to interview this guy and yeah. and i can honestly tell you i'm the last sports person on the planet like i <laughs> don't know anything about and i did know who like i'd heard your name and i thought all right google this guy and <laughs> found out a little bit of information about you and 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 really immersed myself in learning about you but this conversation has just enlightened me for your mm. brilliance and not just to be able to say from where you've been, but who you've become. I think mm. that you're just incredible. And it's beautiful uh, that we've been able to get to meet you, even though we mm. haven't met you in face to face, but it feels like we're all in the same room. But the fact that you've been so raw and honest and humble and such a man to be able to admit, you know, the highs and the lows and the, you know, the mistakes that you've made. That's just incredible, and it's just oh, beautiful you. for us to have had this experience to meet you. Oh, I'm, I'm really grateful. Thank you very much. I appreciate oh. those kind words. Really, are lovely. No, it is. <laughs> Thank you. Look, you know, when when any man can literally say, "I've made mistakes as a father. I've made mistakes as a man, and I've I've treated women in a way that's been disrespectful." And I've I didn't know back then, but when you know better, you do better. And now yeah. you actually change that. And then you go out of your way to um, change what other people will do in the future. Honestly, that makes me want to cry, Archie, because that's <laughs> just incredible. It is. It's incredible yeah. to even yeah. think that, you know, like it really sets forward to what a man is and what you, what we want. We're, you know, we're the mum of, of boys and we really want that for our kids. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really Archie, beautiful. You can, you can, you. you're responsible not only for the generational change that's happened, you know, family but your these messages and the stories that you've told us today and the information that you've you know you've put out into the world 
it might just be that one conversation that changes it for another boy out there and another kid yeah. and that instigates that generational change so it's been so powerful what we've been able to speak about today and and yeah we're, we're picking up what you're putting down for, for oh. sure we're buying what you're selling oh, oh, and we need oh, to get oh. into Yarraville and have a margarita out on the lawn yeah. with you and your partner yeah. one day and do big, a big group reserve. healing together yeah. you're, more, you're more than welcome you're more than so welcome. how do we support your polished man campaign Arch, well how do we do I, that? i'm I have on my, I think it's my Insta, what did he call it? That little profile where there's oh, a yep, link. Oh, the link in your yep. bio. That, yep. Um, yep. Yeah, you can go to that and, and obviously donate. I know that uh, Polish Man has partnered with Cameo. Um, so Cameo is a platform for people to, um, I suppose, get a message off uh, someone that, like from the sporting world or whatever it be. Um, and so they've partnered with them and every bit that's raised on Friday and Saturday this week goes directly to the Polish Man uh, campaign. So I uh, urge people to obviously get on that and call up and So what's your Insta handle? Where can, we, uh, where can 10, we see you? 10 Archie, 10 Archie. Ten Archie. Ten Archie. We're all on to yeah. Thank you so much. Thank no, you in a million ways. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I appreciate you guys for having me and doing such amazing work. And to be part of the Polish Man right in its infancy, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. Such a awesome self. And I can, I, I can already tell that your boys are in, in great hands. Oh, we're doing our best. Oh, Don't worry. They've yeah. driven us completely mental, right? So yeah. we might look like we're doing okay, but um, oh, homeschooling look. them for what is it? It's been 21 weeks of homeschooling. Mm. It is tough. Please just it take a tough. breath when you say that out loud. 21 mm. weeks of homeschooling. I'm barely mm. saying. No wonder I'm in therapy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just said, my, I mean, my partner's kids are, yeah, it's been tough, but I get. I guess we're just, we um we we eased off uh, probably about a month ago or whatever it was in in saying okay do this do this you have to do that you have yes, to do that yeah. it was almost like okay you know mm. what, just do a little bit even the teachers said just do an hour two hours mm. fine and that yeah. just helped everything and yeah. and even they they they're great because they know it's, if they do it for an hour or two hours and get it done they're fine. Mm. Then, I think I think this week the teachers know that all the parents are like, you got one more week at home, you do whatever you like, kid, because <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm done. I said to my son today, do you want to do your spelling words? He said no. I said, okay. And that was it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 20 Job's weeks done. I've been saying, let's do your spelling words, let's do your spelling words. And today I just went, I don't think we need to. Because I figure if you're not going to learn them this week, you'll figure it out these words in another time in your life. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's so thank funny. you so yeah. much, Archie. No, really, Archie. Appreciate. Share. No, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. What a gorgeous soul. Thank you so much. You've been listening right. to the Sonia and Sasha For Real show, Live FM, Brimbank Live. That was the incredible Archie Thompson. Sonia and Sasha, For Real.